Valley of Famine contains mature content. Please be sure to check the episode notes for specific content warnings before listening. The Rogue Valley Roleplayers Podcast is an affiliate of Battle Bards, an online resource of music, sound effects, and all sorts of other audio goodies that you can use in your own games and shows. Head on over to BattleBards.com and check out their wide assortment of tracks. And if you like what you hear, be sure to pick up a Prime membership, and don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Hello and welcome, listeners, to the Rogue Valley Role Players. My name is Ben. I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, Ed, and Nick, and we are here to play another session of Valley of Famine. Uh, once again, my name is Ben. I am the marshal, running the shindig, doing the things, herding the cats. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and all that stuff. My name is Rosemary, and I play Deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. She's a Hexlinger. Again. At last. This is Austin, a shell of a man, playing a spy who is also a shell of a man. Brutal, you're not a shell of a man. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe you're a crustacean inside there somewhere. Why not Beardsley? This is Ed. I'm playing uh, Daisy, the weird scientist, uh, but people call her real and Daisy because, yeah. It's just what they call it. Hello, this is Haru Matsuhara, played by Nick S. Hello. I am Reverend Price, Reverend Samuel Price. It is a great pleasure to make your acquaintance. It is an honor to meet you, sir. A pleasure. Why not? He takes your, your hand in a good firm shake. If we're angels, then someone clipped our wings. I'm Daisy, the captain of that. Ah, I'm so, so sorry that your magnificent machine was uh, taken out of the skies. But uh, you are safe on the ground. And uh, fortunately, our wounds, uh, my, my, my flock's wounds were, were very minor. I can tend to them. But please, would you join me? Uh, in prayer, in a, in a round of prayer of thanks to the Lord for victory on this day against these these heathenness. I have lost words here. Uh, these these blasphemous uh, bandits. And he and he gives uh, this the the bandit he took captive a, a glare. If you wish to pray, sir, I'll stand silently. Though I'd rather not join in. I will offer my respect. I um, am. Uh, you understand, I am Japanese. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I do not practice Christianity. Ah, well, no matter. I will pray for your soul and your salvation nonetheless. Uh, and if you choose not to join, that is your choice. I shall, uh, I shall pray for you and, and give thanks to the Lord. Blessed be, O Lord, who has delivered unto us these saviors and protected us in our time of need. And yada, 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 yada. <laughs> Rachel gets like a, up. oh my God. <laughs> Not this. 
kind of expression on her face. I'd like to, or not I, but Wynon would like to scan the people that are gathering around him as he gives the sermon. Sure. Does uh, he see like signs of anything on their faces that shows that they're not really buying it? No, they're all really into it. There's signs of fervor. They're all like, you know, th- those who can stand, uh, you know, are, have their, their heads bowed and kind of their hands lifted a little bit. Those who are wounded are kind of like kneeling. They've got their hands together in, in, in prayer and their, their heads inclined. Uh, even uh, Abner Braid, like, kind of takes someone to make sure that ev- someone's paying attention to the bandit here and then, like, puts his, his gun up and... and you know, holds it in front of him like it's a sword. And actually, this is an important detail that I totally skipped on. Uh, all the the guys who are dressed as guard, the men and women who are dressed as guardian angels, they have like literal long swords uh, sheathed at their sides. And Abner Braid has one too. I would kneel down and like bow my head in silence while they're praying. You know, okay. it's, it's a respectful thing to do. Sure. Is, is anyone joining in, or are you all just like, okay, let's let this guy do his thing? Yeah, why not? It's not like making a scene. He's just quietly letting this happen okay. for a few Vigil's minutes. Vigil's keeping an eye on the prisoner. Yeah, keep an eye. One yeah, eye over there. I don't think I'm really like. No, I'll pay lip service to it. Like, you know, I'm not gonna like, recite anything, but yeah, right. I'll do the whole like. All right, this is what you're supposed to do here. And this guy goes on for like a solid twenty minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> The bread of God. I think at some point we're going to usher out the prisoner then while they're just preoccupied with this. Okay, where, I mean, where are you going? Your, your transport is currently uh, grounded. Yeah, how, how far away are we from civilization here? You're five miles away from Jacksonville. Or Medford, actually. Five miles away from Medford. We have a five-mile hike on foot with the prisoner. I don't find that palatable. Wait, are there horses? Well, where are they hidden? Yeah. Uh, Maybe we can hitch so right. he, he finishes his 20-minute sermon of giving thanks to God um, and, and says, Oh, my, my blessed friends, please come with us. We are headed to Medford. Uh, you know, we, I, I heard about the, the terrible winter that uh, this valley has gone through, and I, I have brought it upon myself to come here and bring the word of God and light and cherishment cherishment of his word uh, to these people in their they're clearly in their time of need well, that would be mighty in, welcome in short he's a tent revival list guy I like you know using knowledge that she got hanging on a tree until she was dead <laughs> <laughs> using strangle knowledge <laughs> yes because I like check to see if this would actually do anything like against the like supernatural evil that we're fighting. Can we become a knowledge roll? I'm just curious how much I want to support this guy. It's an eight? Yeah, he could, uh, if people buy it, he could very well lower the fear level in the valley, give people hope. Okay, yeah, Rachel's gonna be real friendly with him then and be like, yeah. You're always welcome in the valley. Times can be tough. It would be good to have some one preaching hope to folk who need it. I, I thought as much. So I think if we're catching a ride, Wynon's going to request to uh, have a few minutes with the prisoner as we're riding. Okay. Uh, a few minutes alone? Uh, not necessarily alone. Somebody else can be with them if, if they want. Yes. Okay. I think probably you're going to have to, like, 
take the prisoner and, and just trail back like a few feet from the wagons. Okay. Because uh, everyone's like loads up into the wagons and the, they're you know they're like singing psalms and and all the stereotypical stuff you'd expect from a revival tent meeting group people thing. Flock. Flock. Bunch of zealots. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do, are we able to do that? Yeah. And, and Rachel's with yeah. me. Yeah, right I'll here? drop back if you're gonna talk to him. I want to talk to him too. So let's start with your name. I think I have a deal that you might be interested in. I don't have a name, Mister. The GM didn't do that. <laughs> Look here, Paul nameless. Redford. Paul Rudford. That's my name. Paul Rudford. <laughs> Paul Rudford. <laughs> uh, well, Paul. You may not know this by looking at me, but I'm a man with certain connections. Okay. Have you got any connections yourself, Paul? Anyone you can count on when you're in a bit of trouble? Not anymore. So you're short on friends, that's what you're saying. Yeah, I am definitely in the red there, financially speaking. Paul, I know how to make a man disappear. <laughs> he just gives you this wide eye like, oh god oh god I'm not even going to stand trial not not in that way uh, let me clarify Rachel's giving you a lot this gunslinger whoever he is mm-hmm. he will not be able to find you we will put you in the safest most comfortable com- accommodations we possibly can we call it the Witness Protection Program. Perhaps you've heard of something like that, Paul? Give me a persuasion roll. Have I heard of this Witness Protection Program? I don't think program? so. I don't think it's, it comes into existence for another, like, 50 years. That's a nine. All right. Hi. Uh, his name's Arthur Gunn. Do I recognize that name at all? Give me a, a common knowledge roll. It's not like you a can f- too, uh, famous outlaw. That's crit. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a four. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, that's a four. Okay. Uh, I think you think of the wrong oh, yeah. Arthur Gunn. The it actor? Is, yeah, the actor. is real, real philanthropist. Nice guy. Uh, back east. You know, it was just a great, wonderful teddy bear of a person. Like no, you must be mistaken. Arthur's a really great person. He donates to all those charities. Uh, we must not be thinking of the same he was man. Times Magazine Person of the Year. Time Magazine don't exist yet, ma'am. I've seen the future. Why not? You've heard of Arthur Gunn. He was uh, quite the infamous uh, outlaw down in Texas. Um, And then, allegedly, he was killed in a shootout with some rangers. Uh, Wynon kind of nods, but doesn't show much on his face. I see, Paul. Anything else you can tell me about this Arthur? Well... He don't, he don't talk much with the rest of us. Uh, I'm not quite sure where Arizona Red found him, but he showed up ooh, back in mid-March 
Uh, Arizona Red seemed to know him from from some point before. I don't know, uh, but he he's just he's a scary dude. Cold, cold. He'd kill you as soon as look at you. I had that impression of him in the short time I've known the man. What are you two talking about? Arthur Dunn is like running for mayor of Boston last I heard. They're not going to elect an outlaw. I'm not sure who you're talking about, miss, but but Arthur Gunn ain't running for no mayorship. He's here. He's It was in the wires. The news from these coast. <laughs> he gets like, "Okay, crazy lady." I'm smiling and nodding with you. Uh, please allow me to continue this investigation. Look, what is Arizona Red doing robbing folk? I don't know. Same stuff she was doing down in Arizona. Why didn't she stay in Arizona and do that? Why'd she have to come up here? Well, the way she don't talk about it much, but the way I hear it, uh, the Rangers started putting pressure on her and her gang and, uh, broke them up. Uh... If I recall, uh, Captain Gunther was uh, the one that really put the the nail in the coffin for for her actions in Arizona. That guy. (laughs) So, you have my word. I will do what I can for you. But there's one more question I must ask. How do you feel about the Union? The Union? Guess I don't feel much about the Union. I mean, they won the war. And if you had to help the Union wash dishes, take out the trash, as it were. Hey, if it kept my my neck out of the noose, sure. It'll do. Shakes his hand. He's in handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah, well, he does. He kind of, like, grabs his hand. Turns around and holds his hands out. (laughs) Why not a word, if you would? Let's get our friend to safety in case they try an assassination attempt. It's what I would try. Yeah, that's what I would try, too, (coughs) if I were uh, inclined to, a voice says. Oh, well, can we do a notice? Can we see where this voice is coming from? Yeah, sure. Give me nose rolls, two of you. One of these days I'm going to increase my notice. Is there any penalty on that? No. Just a basic success. I failed. You failed? All right. Uh, yeah, why not? You're kind of like trying to, like, oh, what the fuck? You, you're you're focused on Paul Rudford there, uh, Rachel. You look over your shoulder and you see um, a man limping out of the forest, uh, and you res- you recognize him because he's Ezekiel Boone. And he's got like his bandana is pulled down around his neck, his face is open. Uh, actually, he's probably holding like another handkerchief to his mouth as he's coughing into it. What do I know about Ezekiel Boone just from, like, years of living in the same town with him? Common knowledge roll. Five? Yeah, he show, he's always been there, as far as, like, you're concerned. Probably arrived in the Rogue Valley a couple of years before you did. He has consumption. It's been well documented, and he's managed to get medication for it because of his gambling habits. He's a good gambler. He's good at cards. Uh, was never... Uh, he never broke the law. He was always kind of not not an upstanding citizen, but a law-abiding citizen. 
You say he's like limping out of the woods? Yeah. He's also kind of an older guy. I'm going to calmly draw my gun and just say, stop right there, Ezekiel. <coughs> he, he looked like he was about to say something, and he just, like, doubles over, coughing and hacking. And it, like, hold, tries to hold out a hand. I like, feel like Rachel would be used to this, like, yeah. if... So, yeah, she'll wait for him. So, uh, he pulls the handkerchief from, from his mouth, and you see there's, like, a little bit of crimson on there. I'll wait right here, deputy. Uh, Wynon kind of looks at you sideways. I'm going to put our friend away. I'll be back soon with help. Alright. But this conversation ain't finished. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, he's going to kind of rush off um, Paul and look for like Haru and Daisy to pull him out. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Well, deputy, <coughs> here we are. What are you doing, Zeke? What are you getting mixed up with folks like this for? I'm dying, deputy. It ain't what? gonna be long now, and uh, well, I start playing <coughs> cards with Arizona with Naomi, and. Uh, that she was putting a crew together, pull a few jobs. <laughs> that would be, you know, a life experience before I die. Oh, a life experience? Take a few folks other lives with you? Yeah, it got carried away. And it weighs on my con <coughs> weighs on my conscience. Well, you can rest assure your conscience when you come before the judge. Assuming I live that long. He's gonna like gesture him forward with the. Yeah, he lives forward. Uh, <coughs> before you uh, put me in a jail cell, well, I guess it doesn't matter, but I can tell you we're red inside her and the rest of her <coughs> gang. Yeah? Yeah. Where is that? Old Ben Mine Town called Last Light over by Mount Ashland. Creepy place. One I've heard, managed to piece together, founded by <coughs> refugees from the Great Quake back in '68. Don't know what happened to them. Uh, I wanted to make a roll to see, like, kind of gauge how truthful he's being. Uh, notice. Yeah, you're positive that he's telling the truth. He's honest. Yeah, she's like scanning him for his tells. <laughs> And doesn't see any. Yeah. All right, Zeke, come on. Let's get you up in the wagon. Thanks. I don't, I don't deserve the kindness, but well, uh. Don't thank me. Probably gonna end with a rope around your neck. He he kind of smiles grimly and and he says, "Deputy, like I said, I'm not sure I'm gonna live to see trial." I can feel like it's going to be soon. I mean, I feel like she doesn't have a lot of sympathy for him. He just yeah, shot mean, up like a bunch he of... He doesn't look like he's asking people. for sympathy. It's kind of just like he knows he's going to die. He's accepted it. And this is kind of 
and, and I think he explains that to you. I'm not gonna like keep doing the coughing montage thing, um, but he he explains to you that you know this is I'm gonna die one way or another. Ain't nothing can make right my part in what's going on, but I can at least try to try to put my soul at ease. I'm doing something right. Before I get you settled in the wagon, uh, said Arizona Red was running this gang. Mm-hmm. Who was that uh, other feller? Arthur Gunn. She dragged him up from somewhere. Cool. Story checks out. You know, uh, Lester Plank was running with her, too. Do I recognize that name? Yeah, you made the plank up. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Sure must be nice not having anything better to do than sit around and play cards and shoot up innocent folk. Well, I wasn't expecting this to be killing when uh, when we first started out. Like I said, makes no excuse, but things got out of hand. Red, she's got a lot of anger, a lot of hate towards the world. Yeah, well, I also got a lot of anger, a lot of hate towards the world. I ain't saying it to justify what she's done. I'm saying it to warn you. She's ruthless. She's violent. Maybe not nearly as uh, cold-blooded as Arthur Gunn is. (coughs) She won't. She won't surrender. Duly noted. Get in the wagon. He gets in the wagon. And uh, you, it's a long, for five miles, it's a long ride back to, to Medford. In large part because these, uh, these, these Lost Angels flock won't shut up. Singing. The singing. Do they sing like... I guess like actual revival churches, they get really into the singing. Oh yeah, they get into it like foot stomping and everything. Uh, Reverend Price is standing at the the head of one of the wagons right behind. I think Abner Braid is is like driving the lead wagon, and he's just like conducting his flock in in prayers and psalms and stuff. And yeah, it's just they finish a psalm. And immediately launch the next one. And you're not sure how these people like still have voices. <laughs> so, like, the I've been, been walking alongside the car- wagons. Uh, yeah, it's a slow enough pace you can do that. I think on the ride back, Rachel's going to continue interrogating prisoners to see, like, do they know, like, the layout of this camp? Have they actually been there, holed up with Arizona? Yeah, they've been there. If um, they could, like, I want, like, draw us a map, you know? Like, I want info. Ezekiel Boone draws, you know, I'm not sure that Paul Rudford has the literacy to, to manage that. Ezekiel tells you that um, Arizona Red managed to gather around 100 or so followers. Holy shit. That's not a gang. That's like Is that a... what's left, or is, like, did we kill... No, the... that's not... Uh, yeah, a uh, hundred less whatever casualties you've inflicted so far. So like eighty. <laughs> I uh, <coughs> wish you luck taking them on. Rachel just smiles. 
And she's going to, like, hop out of the wagon with a copy of the map I think he drew and catch up with Haru. Okay. And show you the map, fill you in on the whole situation. What's Wynon up to while this is all going on? Mm, I think he would want to ask one question of uh, Ezekiel as well, if he gets a chance. I have a question. Shoot. We saw the results of one of your boss's massacres. It came alive. Doesn't seem natural to me. His wide eye, like, what the fuck look. <laughs> are you truly confused or are you bullshitting me? <coughs> I ain't seen nothing like that before. Corpses coming to life. <coughs> Did you notice any of your friends doing some sort of hand motions, rituals, around the people that they had slain? No. As far as I know, I'm the only one in the gang who's that <coughs> handy with cards to take the meaning. That will do. Can I get you something, some water? Water would be appreciated. Fine. Be back soon. And you get some, some water. What are you up to, Daisy? Well, Daisy got on a wagon and got cornered by a couple of the uh, oh, no. the followers. No, you're having a, a debate. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they they were like, oh yeah, she they, like you know they figured out I'm a weird scientist from what, what I'm doing all that, and they're like, we know, yeah, they, they were like, yeah, we need to go talk to her about Jesus and let her know, and then yeah, then she lets them know about the Lemurians. <laughs> Make a persuasion roll. This is. <laughs> Campaign's gonna end with Daisy leading her own church of Lemuria. Maybe. Five. Five. You're not convincing anyone, but you get them to engage in a respectful debate mm-hmm. uh, where they're they're actually like listening and being like, "Oh, this is an interesting approach." And da, 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 da. you have like a, an actual conversation about it. And yeah, you get back to Medford. Uh, Wenon will be using his agency connections on the telegraph to try to get some sort of transport for Paul uh, over to the east. Okay. Um, Gotta hang somebody. Oh, you're gonna hang somebody. The town is gonna demand it. Like, these people have been robbing everyone in this town for weeks. There's gotta be a hanging. You two resolve that scene. Haru is going to take his leave because he doesn't feel like arguing this. He's already... He's promised... Uh, Paul Rudford, you know, f- uh, freedom, and Ezekiel Boone is going to die. <laughs> so he's like, he's already out the door, and he made a promise. I'm going to go check my homestead. I can appreciate the uh, amount of pragmatism you're showing here, uh, Deputy. However, I feel that at times it is best to deal with people like Paul with a more gentle hand. It receives better results in the end. It's not a question of being gentle or not. Why not? Folks need to see justice carried out. They can go look at the pile of bodies we left behind us. No one's going to go out into the middle of the woods look at a pile of bodies. They're going to want to see the elected law officials doing their job capturing bandits who've been robbing them for months, killing them. 
Well, there's plenty more bandits for us to capture. You don't think they can wait just a little longer? When word gets out that we've brought in two of them alive, there's going to be rioting if if we don't show them that we're willing to enforce the law. Then when the riots start, enforce the law. That's my answer to you. I've made a promise I intend to keep it. My honor is on the line. I know that doesn't mean anything to you, but it means something to me. And I will do what I have to to protect that honor. What about my honor? I took an oath when I took this badge. And was your oath to make sure that every criminal dies? To make sure that they see justice. What is justice? Now Tell me. Letting this man go to live a cushy life as some dishwasher. <laughs> He's not going to live a cushy life. I'm sending him to, what do they call it overseas, a, a gulag? <laughs> he will be worked extraordinarily hard. If he serves, then eventually he will be let go. But until then, his life will be hell. Is that enough for you? Do you feel your justice having been activated, Isn't Deputy? It? People need to see the law enforced for there to be rule of law. If people walking around Jacksonville think they can get away with whatever they want, with no consequence. So you want a public symbol, that's it. Yes, the people need to believe that they can trust their sheriff and his deputies. Otherwise, we're no better than just some gang ruling by... He takes out his badge from his, his pocket, his junior ambassador badge. And what if a, gem, a junior ambassador assures them that he will receive justice? You gotta make a public announcement. You gotta make it clear that justice is being served. Fine. Alright. I'm not sure where this conversation was taking place, but... Seems like, based on what happened, right in the middle of the flippin' street. <laughs> uh, so what I'm picturing is, like, the, the wagons have gotten there. You're probably standing in the back near where the, the prisoners are being kept. Like, maybe not within earshot of the prisoners, but the eye shot, for sure. Uh, meanwhile, like, uh, Reverend Price is making a big announcement, like... <laughs> Citizens of Medford, I have come to save your souls in the name of the great God who is good, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, people are got their attention on there. Uh, members of the flock are like unpacking the wagon and looking for a place to set up their tent revival. I think before Wynon parts ways with you, uh, Rachel, he's going to look you in the eyes and say, take it from someone very obstinate, Miss Kennedy. You are being very damned obstinate. <laughs> kind of just... I feel like she's like opened her mouth to retort and you've like already maybe like turned and like walked off. Yeah, he's like brushed his suit off and he's yeah. walking off. Why well, it always has the last word. <laughs> she's gonna like walk over to the wagons and like drop the... Um, 
tail down the backboard and like start unload Ezekiel and yeah you, you get the the prisoners back to, to Jacksonville then we're going to segue this scene to the sheriff's office Ezekiel Boone and Paul Rudford are in separate prison cells well, I want to get a salvage team well we're oh yeah to go uh-huh. get yeah yeah no problem uh, you've got a good reputation um probably get some members of the Iron Dragon who are a little more technically minded uh, to go out with you. Yeah. So. Uh, Sorry, Daisy. Yeah, you, you get out there with like uh, a crew to get get this thing on rollers and 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 probably drag it back into Medford so you can back to the train yard, which is probably the best place to try and repair it. That's going to be an endeavor. So I think I'll, I'll have you not be in this scene. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something I want to get done. So because yeah. it's my house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but the the rest of you can be at the sheriff's office, and you're explaining to Abraham Ross about Arizona Red and her gang, and how. My question for you to discuss in characters: How do you want to proceed on this information? I think we'll probably pool information because she got some. I got some. I know about this guy, Arthur Gunn. I have suspicions about Arthur Gunn, and especially if they shared that he died. Um, we'll probably, the name Gunther will probably come up at some point when the sheriff's around. <laughs> yeah, Ross gives kind of like chokes on his whiskey. <coughs> Said Captain Who? Was it Captain Gunther? Is that correct? Yeah, I think uh, a Texas Ranger. Captain Eric Gunther. I don't know if there's a first name. Why not? He shakes his head. He doesn't know. Uh, it was Paul who had that information, right? Uh, no, it was Ezekiel who gave you guys yeah, the, I think Ezekiel the, the more detailed information. Zeke, who was that ranger? Captain Gunther? <coughs> oh, you want his first name. <coughs> I think, uh, yeah, Eric sounds right. Yeah, there you got it, Ross. Son of a bitch. He's moved on up in the world. Russ. I think there's a looks at Ezekiel and Paul Rudford and looks back another walker if you get my meaning uh, Ross nods uh-huh. there's far too many of us walking around oh you don't even know the half look I think Arizona's no dummy. She's going to know that we captured some of these men alive. They're going to talk. She's probably getting ready to hightail it out of camp even as we're speaking. It's ready to move quick. She's got that many people. She could cause... She could either disappear into the wind or something much, much worse. I'm more concerned about the supernatural element here. We know for sure that two of them are touched by the other world. How many more? Yeah, there's no telling what sorts of supernatural firepower they've got over there. What I could wire to Fort Klamath for some reinforcements. It's going to take a couple of days. I don't think we can wait that long. Oh, um, I also feel the need to mention that they know about me and have been actively engaging my 
crowd. Ah, well, you better best keep your head down, Haru. I'm going to uh, do just that. Maybe we can find you a, a pot or something you can wear on your head. I might be able to requisition something. How long is that going to take? Probably longer than you want to wait, to be honest. Every minute here is another minute Arizona has in her favor to get away. A pot it is. Myself, Billy, Bailey boys. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. (laughs) (laughs) Think uh, the Iron Dragon would be willing to... I will talk with Lanhui. You mean Alan Beaufort? Oh, yeah, Alan Beaufort. She's now in charge down south. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, I'll talk to Alan Beaufort. What about um, just rounding up like a just a posse from the town folk? Yeah, I can rally up a militia of sorts. I've got that power, I think. I'll have to check the legality of that. Yeah, Ross, uh, I appointed a head of a a deputy, I guess, out in the Applegate area. Oh. No, Johnson? That, that's too big a name. There's there's a lot of people. I'm blanking on his first name right now. Yo, you know Curtis Johnson out there? Oh, you mean Johnson? Yeah. He's uh, he's in charge now of patrolling the area, keeping it safe. Are you, are you shitting me? <laughs> Have you talked with him? Yeah. Yeah. He's a very intelligible guy. We, he, uh, We've uh, had some great discussions on Shakespeare. <laughs> Maybe it's just my Kansas accent, but uh, I, I can't understand a word that man says. What? You're kidding me. No. She only thinks he can. Uh, she can understand. He's... Unintelligible. He's unintelligible. Yes, he has a much a much larger language barrier than even I do, and I'm not a native English speaker. <laughs> Every word out of that man's mouth was pure poetry. <laughs> right. Well, I we guess send a. You know, a runner up to Applegate, alert him to the situation. Maybe send a rider, it's a little longer ways. Yeah. How about that, uh, that uh, airship of Daisy's? Um, oh. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Ross's eyebrows go up like, oh. So something's bothering me about all this talk of militias and townsfolk and all that. It sounds very messy. Like, it could, get, it could just make the situation worse. More violence. If you're telling me, Sheriff, that violence is all it takes to cause rise to these beasts that we had to hunt not two days before, then perhaps something quieter, more efficient, more precise what would you got be... in mind? I'm a tailor by trade. But on the side, I've been known to perform some dirtier work. I think perhaps we cut the head off the chicken, as it were. 
isn't the face cut the head off the snake, or am I mistaken? No, I think you're right. Oh, we say uh, chicken. Well, if we did that, then it would be you, me, her, Daisy, Ross. Tell you what, it's gonna take some time to get the militia rounded up, organized. Why don't I start on that? Uh, stealth was never my strong suit. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't worry, my D6 will carry all of you. Four of us against a hundred? It doesn't seem like very fair odds. You take 25. You take 25. <laughs> uh, who am I kidding? If we have enough bullets, we'll just keep killing them, and if they get up again, we'll just keep killing over and over until they stop getting up. You know, I do have a spell that could be helpful for that. What do you have in mind? A bullet with their name on it. Uh, what? <laughs> C- could you uh, p- put that in uh, English? Uh, we know the names of... Lazy man's terms. <coughs> we know the names of Rachel. our... T- <coughs> You're gonna need her full name. <coughs> Do you happen to know that, Ezekiel? <coughs> he spits up blood. And he whispers out, Naomi Bowman. Whispers <laughs> out what? Naomi, Naomi Bowman. 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 Wait. I know that name from somewhere. You do. Uh, is this a name I should be recognizing too? Probably. I've, it's been too long since I've Remember heard those, it. Remember uh, those bandits that kidnapped uh, Annie Oakley's husband? They were Arizona Reds' old gang. Oh, uh, yeah, the Bowman gang. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, uh, so I think we'll end here on that note. You've got Naomi Bowman's full name. You're planning on uh, trying to sneak in or get as close as you can and assassinate Naomi Bowman, probably Arthur Gunn. Uh, And if that fails, then uh, Sheriff Ross is going to be gathering a bit of a militia and something of an army and trying to follow up. So at the very least, like, if you can't assassinate Naomi Bowman, you can at least probably keep them pinned down, maybe, so they, they can't escape before reinforcements get there. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at pegging.com. Sound effects by Plate Mail Games and Ballabarts. Music provided by the Eaglestone Collective with additional tracks by Danheim. You can find links to all of the above in the show description. Thank you, listener, for joining us for this episode. If you've enjoyed our show, please consider leaving a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it. And also, feel free to contact us via rvrpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at rvrpodcast, or join us on our Discord. We'd love to hear from you, and as always, have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and we'll catch you next time.